It has been quite the last few days in the Major League Soccer world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backheel Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we are diving into some of the big decisions that Major League Soccer made last week at their Board of Governors meeting related to roster rule changes, or lack thereof, and the U.S. Open Cup participation. We'll talk about those things along with a couple of other updates from around Major League Soccer as we trend towards the end of the year, and we'll do it all in less than 10 minutes, because here at the Backfield Show, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So, let's get to it and talk MLS. All right, folks, let's get right into it. A couple of updates from last Thursday's Board of Governors meeting where MLS owners gather around to vote on big topics that relate to the structure and the future of Major League Soccer. The first thing that I want to get to, because this was announced first, Don Garber talked about some exciting changes, some exciting announcements coming out of that Board of Governors meeting, and there really weren't any, at least in the context of MLS trying to accelerate its growth while the eyes of sports fans are on Inter-Miami and by extension, the rest of the league. There was never going to be a fourth DP, but there's nothing really that came out of this beyond some discovery list stuff and some converting low-end DPs into some allocation money in those transfers. There's nothing. Really, there's nothing here that anybody is going to notice to help MLS move forward at a faster rate. Enough MLS owners have decided that they're still okay with the current snail's pace growth, which is legitimate growth, but snail's pace growth that the league is moving towards, they feel like that is the best use of their investment and their investment inside of Major League Soccer is to just continue the status quo. I had a piece about this over on Backyield.com that dropped yesterday about this whole topic. MLS just doesn't seem to want to accelerate anything around Masti's arrival and Inter-Miami becoming the most searched sports team in the entire world on Google in 2023. And with the World Cup, a stone's throw away. They are okay with where they are. They are content that they have made the right decisions to continue to help them grow their profile in the global soccer world and in the American sports landscape. As a fan, as somebody who watches this league a bunch, it kind of sucks, right? We want to see better players inside of Major League Soccer. I I like watching good soccer teams play, and I would very much like to see more Yakimakises in the league for Atlanta and fewer Tom Barlow's. No shot intended really at Tom Barlow, but he, he's the player that came to mind. MLS doesn't seem to agree with that right now. Yes, there are built-in advantages and increases in the salary cap as time goes on. According to the current CBA, that salary cap increase will run through 2027 and it will grow and we might notice some of those changes, but between expanding the playoff field to make the regular season matter even less and now the decision to just continue the status quo it's, it's frustrating. It's a lot of frustrating stuff around Major League Soccer right now, and I am, I'm still bummed about this decision not to try and push something forward. Ultimately, it's not my money, uh, and, and maybe these guys, these owners, wouldn't even miss it, right? But it is still a bit of a sting for those of us that watch this league and want to see it move forward to see the slow trajectory that that growth is going to continue on rather than maybe adding some fuel to the fire in a real way that could pay off but we'll never really find out at this point. That was the first thing that came out of the Board of Governors meeting last week. Again, go read more about that over on backheel.com. It is frustrating and disappointing and, to be honest, not entirely surprising all at the same time. More of the same for Major League Soccer, except when it comes to the U.S. Open Cup, which is going to be a big change. I've got a prediction right off the top. Uh, DC United will not win 
the U.S. Open Cup in 2024. Uh, because no MLS team is going to win the U.S. Open Cup in 2024 because they're entering their MLS Next Pro teams into the U.S. Open Cup instead, according to an announcement that was really dumped out on Friday, late on Friday, uh, late afternoon my time, which means you know early evening Eastern time, a classic Friday news dump from Major League Soccer. In uh, DC United, to go back to my prediction, doesn't have an MLS Next Pro team, so ain't no way that trophy is coming back to DC or uh, DC United. So we're not going to see that happen. MLS decided that they want you know six ish extra match days to do whatever they want with to get into Miami some more friendlies to just take their toys and go home from the U.S. Open Cup, and they will essentially kill. And have essentially killed the U.S. Open Cup for 2024 unless something radical changes. I don't expect that to happen, at least for the 2024 edition of this tournament. MLS wants to do things that they can control. And U.S. Soccer operates the U.S. Open Cup, which means MLS does not. They want to put their attention into Leagues Cup. They want to do all of this other stuff that they will benefit from. And along the way, they don't really care who they take down with them. So this hurts USL teams. This hurts amateur teams. This hurts any lower division team that has a chance to collect a gate fee from a big game against Charlotte FC or against Inter-Miami in the U.S. Open Cup. We saw them make a run all the way to the final last year. This hurts them. Severing ties with some competition with more than 100 years of history, the longest-standing soccer competition in the United States. Severing that is is bad for the fan. It's bad for the lower division teams. It's bad for lower division players. The only people it's good for is Major League Soccer. And it, it does seem, in a lot of ways, to be good for Major League Soccer, packing up their toys, like I said, going home, it makes sense to owners. You don't have to expend your assets on something that you truly don't benefit from in any real way. The challenge is, along the way, you make life more difficult for the sport in the United States. And maybe there's some circle there where, you know, only focusing on your part of the ecosystem, harming the rest of the ecosystem in the process, comes back to bite you. And I don't know how likely that is. I don't think it's impossible for MLS that they're missing out on a worthwhile marketing tool and a worthwhile way to create fans of this sport that then can transfer to soccer becoming a bigger and bigger part of the sporting landscape and of life in general in the United States. It's not like an easy connection to make if you're going to connect all those dots, but there are dots there to connect. It's not impossible that MLS is making a short-sighted decision. It certainly seems like they're making a decision. One thing is clear, that they're certainly making a decision that only benefits them and that continues to sever ties with the rest of the American soccer landscape. It's difficult. It sucks for the fan. It sucks for lower divisions, as I said. And it's going to make the U.S. Open Cup way less attractive next year. You can bet that U.S. soccer is not happy about this, along with other stakeholders in the American soccer landscape. I'm fascinated to see if we'll end up with a more collaborative effort between MLS and U.S. soccer down the road. Uh, or if this is the end of the U.S. Open Cup as we know it, and really the end of the real value proposition of the U.S. Open Cup, which is the only March Madness-esque event that exists in the American soccer landscape. A lot of bad news coming out of the league last week. That makes me sad and probably makes you listeners sad as well. It's been bleak around the world of Major League Soccer. Well, we're talking about MLS. Let's head towards some of the on-field stuff as well. Some coaching hires that have been made recently that we haven't dug into a ton on this show Dean Smith, hired by Charlotte FC, former Aston Villa manager, former Norwich City manager. He is the new choice to lead this Charlotte group. My thought is that's only really going to matter if Zoran Cronetta gives him a squad that is effective and dangerous in Major League Soccer. They don't have that right now. We'll see what that ends up looking like next year. A couple of more recent hires. The New York Red Bulls hired Sandro Schwartz, 45-year-old German manager. 
former manager of Mainz, former manager of Dynamo Moscow in Russia, and then Hertha Berlin, who were relegated last year. He was fired just before the end of that season. Not exactly a, oh my goodness, this is the greatest hire we've ever seen, but it is something for the Red Bulls, who also brought in Emil Forsberg from RB Leipzig. It's the first meaningful incoming move from Leipzig to the Red Bulls ever, and that does bode well for the New York branch of Red Bull Global. Maybe they are starting to be taken a bit more seriously by that club. We will see. And the New England Revolution, to close things out here, they have hired Caleb Porter as their next coach. The Revs clearly wanted MLS experience with this hire and all the candidates that were linked. I'll admit, I'm not super optimistic about Caleb Porter and, and hearing more and more about his time in Columbus and how he alienates folks along the way. But who knows? He's won MLS Cups everywhere he's been, even in a pandemic season in 2020. And maybe that should put an asterisk next to all that stuff. But we will see what happens with the Revs next year in general. Again, kind of a bleak time to be talking about Major League Soccer. So we're going to park this one here. Plenty more American soccer coverage over on Backheel.com. Subscribe over there to continue to see more and more of our work. We'll be back again in the meantime later this week.